Okay, I'll count down. Three, two, one. Hello, everyone. Welcome Hello. to Girls Off the Rails. <laughs> oh, welcome. And we are just happy to be here. We are. We, we survived another week, and that is honestly all we can ask for. <laughs> that is honestly all we can ask for. We're it, just trying to take it one bad day at a time. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Ah. Uh, all you can do is laugh at this point. You have to laugh. <laughs> okay, what voice is that again? That is a character that Ryan Gall and that other guy do called the Calvin's Twins on Comedy Bang Bang. What's oh that God, other what? guy? What? You were just <laughs> Who is that? You... You were just talking about him um, because he had a TV show on NBC that you really liked. Taryn Killam. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I have no idea. No clue. Okay. So, so it's a character. I, I, every time I think it's Bill Clinton. Every time. And I was like, when would we have heard him say that? We, yeah, he hasn't been alive since we have. We're super young. We're way younger than. Bill Clinton? Yeah. I'm like negative 10 right now, so I'm hoping to Mm. be born by the time he dies. Okay, okay. That sounds, that honestly sounds good to me too. We could do without Bill Clinton as a whole in the zeitgeist. We could. The more I think about it, the more I think a lot of men and for sure all the presidents, we would be better (laughs) off without. A lot of men and for sure. Yeah, agreed. For sure all the presidents. I'm really excited to talk about Big Thunder Mountain because it is truly a ride that is very near and dear to my heart. Yeah. Um, It's funny because I know you don't have that much of an affinity for it. No, I do. You don't. No, I really do. Okay, you don't even remember what happens in it. Because I have not been to Disney as many times as you and I haven't been to Magic Kingdom as many times as you. That's true. That's true. Wow, she really came for me. I am not coming for you. I have my own things to offer. Oh, I know. I'm just saying, I feel like Big Thunder Mountain was brought in as like, yeah, we'll just do it. The theming's not that good. We'll just do it. (gasps) No, I actually actually really like it. And since uh, brushing up on it, I have a newfound respect for it, I will say. But I liked it before then. Good. I liked it before then because... As many of you know, I'm too scared for my own good. (laughs) And many rides I still have not even been on. I've still never been on Space Mountain or Expedition Everest. Those two Mm -hmm. were beyond my threshold at the time. Rock and roller coaster? Won't even look at it. Tower of Terror? Way too scared. Oh, Tower of Terror is way too scary. What were you saying about rock and roller coaster? 
Well, I was going to say, I don't even know where that is. Uh, it's where in, is it? It's right next to Tower of Terror, but it's like in this little cul-de-sac thing, so you do kind of have have to like deliberately go over there. Oh well, that's because you know that I do not fuck with Hollywood Studios. I know, which is fine. But now that there's so much Star Wars stuff, you will fuck with Hollywood Studios. I will fuck with Hollywood Studios. Yeah, so this was one of the first rides that my dad was like, "This is not too scary." It's not too intense, and it doesn't have a big drop. So, like, let's just do it. And we did, and it was great. I loved it. It was not, like, traumatizing. Not like, oh, there's a part where you found out you hated it. Like, I loved it. I thought it was really fun. <laughs> not the goat? The goat. It, it's cute. <laughs> I also think... Okay, so... We, I don't know when we'll get into what Big Thunder Mountain is because I hate to no, talk we'll about do it so it. No, we'll do it. No, you talk about your little experiences and then we'll, we'll, you can tell that. I was just going to say that um, I think it has also really good sight lines in uh, Magic Kingdom, which were not totally visible from the POV ride through we just did. Yeah, for sure. Because it's really a vibe to be like up there and be able to see like Splash Mountain and the rest of Frontierland and Liberty Square and the castle and stuff. Yeah. I think it's just a great ride. Like, it's, like, a really solid, like, 9 out of 10, you know? Oh. I agree with that. Um, when did you first ride it? I'm getting old. I was going to say maybe 10 years ago. Maybe when I was 16. Okay. Cool. Yeah, so I was, like, I was an adult who had, like, mentally prepared myself. <laughs> For many years <laughs> before that. I mean, I mentally prepared myself for many years to get on Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> oh, we'll have to go. We'll save that because I really need that whole thought process for that episode. <laughs> we will save that. Oh, that okay, funny. do you have any thoughts to share before we get into the history or anything? I mean, I don't really. I... I really like it. I, my memories of it is that we once got extra magic hours after hours. And I think we got to ride it like four or five times in a row. Uh, so that was really fun as a, as a kid to do. And I remember that pretty vividly. Um, that's really it. That's really it. You can, you can read your little facts. So we'll start with uh, Big Thunder Mountain is a mine train roller coaster located in Frontierland at several Disneyland style and Disney parks worldwide. The ride exists at Disneyland California, Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World, uh, Tokyo Disneyland, and Disneyland Paris. Um, it is also the name of the fictional rail line that the coaster pre- represents, which I, I felt like that goes without saying. <laughs> but yeah, I was kind of surprised... They were all a little different. I didn't realize that. I assumed that they were yeah. all like carbon copies across the way. I like that. Me too. I think it does make it more exciting to visit different parks. Because if I went to Paris, I wouldn't want to ride the exact same Disney ride that was built in 1986, you know? I agree. Okay, so you've been on the one in Magic Kingdom. I've also been on the one in Magic. That's the only one I've been on. Um, but they have updated Disneyland, which we just watched, Mm -hmm. um, and they put some projection mapping in it, and they had, like, a a little explosion on the inside, which I don't know if that was in the original, but it was sick. Um, I really liked that. And I will say, I think the the Paris one was probably, 
It's definitely the most, like, elegant, that's for sure. Yeah, and the most, like, cinematic, you know what I mean? Like, all of the sight lines are really cool, and the Paris yeah. one, spoilies, is on, like, a river air- fjord I don't area. know if it's spoilies. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you go to Paris, don't be mad that they'll I They'll forget. You. They'll forget. By the time the world opens up, they'll forget. They will forget. But yeah, it's just cool to see that all the rocks and stuff are built a little differently. Yeah. Okay, you want to hear my little facts? Yeah. Okay. So, I don't know if you read this on the Wikipedia, but there was an original ride um, that was being planned for, I think, the opening of the park or the first expansion of Disneyland. Um, That was going to be this little riverboat ride, but you go through, like, the Old West. I will say I did see some weird um, caricatures uh, to be featured, so I'm happy that that didn't come to fruition. So this was going to be different than the ferry to Tom Sawyer Island? I believe so. So, yeah, they, I okay, so I'll, I'll get there. So they, like, built out this whole thing, and it wasn't a roller coaster at all. It was, like, Pirates of the Car- Caribbean. Caribbean. Which one do you say? <laughs> I say Pirates of the Caribbean. Rib. I say Ribbian. Caribbean. Okay. Caribbean. I don't know. I don't Caribbean. know. Caribbean. Okay. <laughs> I hate this. Um, okay, so it was going to be like that. So you go through a bunch of scenes. You're on a boat. There's, like, no acceleration. It's just, like, original IP things they came up with in the little noggins. Then people really wanted the Pirates ride instead, so they ended up putting their time into developing that. Um, but they were, in addition to the the river, Western River ride, um, it was going to be a whole land of, like, Bryce Canyon-looking rocks, and so there were going to be mm-hmm. multiple rides going in and out of the rocks, which would have been cool, but... Anyways, they shelved that for pirates, and then um, they ended up building this later as an addition, just as a standalone, which I think is cool. And like I said, I'm happy they didn't put some of the uh, racy things in, because <laughs> they would have been retheming that, hopefully. Yes. So I think what we're kind of beating around the bush here is that there is a generic backstory that is not explained in the ride through. It is, Wikipedia described it as referred to, and so it's like canon based on the queue, where there's like newspapers and like mm. other information that they say this is the backstory, but the ride never actually gets to it. And so um, I'll read uh, the backstory here. I don't even know if I knew there was like a, a set backstory. They just showed pictures in the video I watched and it was not good. So carry on. Yes. So it says, um, sometime in the late 1800s, gold was discovered on big thunder mountain in the Southwest overnight. A small mining town became a thriving one and, uh, mining was prosperous and extensive line of mine trains was set up to transport the ore. Unknown to the settlers, the mountain was a sacred spot to local native Americans and became cursed. (laughs) (laughs) i love that you're laughing before long the settlers desecration of the mountain caused great tragedy which depending on the park could either be 
an earthquake, a tsunami, or a flash flood, which befell the mine wow. in the town, and the town became abandoned. Sometime later, the locomotives were found to be racing through the old mountain on their own <gasps> with no engines or crew. The railroad mountain was founded to allow wanderers to take rides on their possessed trains. What? That's way scarier. It's just so fucking dumb. <laughs> oh, we love the Old West. Please, uh, please elaborate on your thoughts. I mean, my number one thoughts are just, like, leave Native people alone. I agree. Is it not the most overused storyline? It is! I was gonna say leave Native people alone, like, the way he says leave Brittany alone. Oh. Leave <laughs> Native people alone! <laughs> also, free Brittany. Hashtag free Brittany, please. Free Brittany. I still haven't watched that doc yet. I haven't either. I'm too scared. Oh, no. <laughs> Are you not? It's scary. It's sad. Yeah, but like, we, but like, we kind of know it. We kind of know what's going on. I know. That's. I'm. I'm just like. I don't have the bandwidth no right words. now. No worries. <laughs> so this fucking train. One. Why would native people possess trains? Is it the native people, or is it, or is that separate? Well, that's what I'm saying. I think it's the curse that is making the train go crazy. Oh, okay. Well, that's... I don't like that. I don't know. It's disappointing because one of my first thoughts when I was thinking about this ride in Frontierland was like, this is one of the only rides that has nothing to do with Native people or Mm -hmm. other people of color. Like, I feel like Tom Sawyer Island is, like, constantly tainted with this, like, I don't know, ideology of, like, slavery and, yes. you know, like, cotton plantations. And, you know, it doesn't it doesn't sit right. And the train that goes around Disney World, can you, do you remember yes. what that's called? No, because no. I've never been on it, and you told me about it, and I was truly surprised that this existed. Yeah, so part of this train is that, like, it, it has, like, a stop in Frontierland, and so you get to ride past visuals that don't exist on any rides. They have nothing to do with the rides. Yeah. It's just like, oh, you're on a train in Frontierland, and we think there should be Native people here. So they'll just be, like, people with teepees and, like, skinning animals mm. and doing stuff. And you're just like, there's no need. No. I mean, it sucks because it's so just misguided. Like, they think they're building a universe. Right. But really, they're just referencing a universe that already exists that was actually bad. With little to no guidance from actual Native people. <laughs> right. And I've seen a lot of critiques of, like, why would there people be in teepees all the way out here <laughs> like you know these are people that like live in um like more like adobe kind of mm, things mm-hmm. and i don't know and so when i was thinking of big thunder mountain i was thinking wow this is one of those rides in this area that has the old west theme but has no native people it's literally just a fucked up train driving around <laughs> an abandoned mine <sighs> yeah i mean it's known for having like not there's no theming you're just like i get on the train it's fun i get off the train yeah you're just like i love to ride around bryce canyon so crazy right and then to find out that's not it sucks just (laughs) fucking disney don't even do that bro i agree or make it more creative when it comes to racism i have one ask of disney and it's don't even freaking do that bro yeah 
Let's get on a shirt. With bro. Seems a little diminishing. Racism? Question mark. Don't even freaking do that, bro. <laughs> Two light-skinned people. Everyone says. Everyone's looking at you like this. <laughs> My finger is wagging. My brow is furrowed. Uh, bro, don't do it. We told you. It seems so obvious to me. Yeah. So knowing that now, are we just gonna ignore it? We have to. Yes, we are, because I fortunately think it's not that bad for representation because it, there are no visuals there. Right. There is no way. That is where they go people. wrong. <laughs> like, there's no way unless you read the Wikipedia or you're standing in the queue and you're reading the old newspaper to find out. And so I think for the most part, it's like no harm, no foul. It just is like, wow, you actually still even want to do racism in the background right like extra credit racism <laughs> yeah <laughs> like uh, they freaking have norton antivirus running in the background and it's just like we have a little racism running back here you have to uh they have to i mean that's just it does seem a part of the whole thing unfortunately <laughs> it is part of the whole thing unfortunately um okay my other facts yes i already mentioned this it's around it's supposed to look like bryce cannon and it is cool because at least paris and disneyland and disney world all look the same i didn't look at tokyo disney so that's cool that's in utah uh, there's one audio animatronic on this ride and it is a girl with a stick of dynamite in its mouth and i do like that i'll have to say we do like that okay my last fact i don't know if you know this you probably Mm -hmm. do though you read all the stuff they say it's good for passing kidney stones and it does depend on where you sit on the train but i've heard this i've heard this like just in everyday life not even from disney people me too i think there's an episode of stuff you should know where they reference it i've never done it but good for them this Seems like as good a time as any to tell you some technical specs. Please. So it seems like the max speed is 36 to 40 miles an hour. So pretty pretty doable. Really? I thought Disneyland yeah. was only 25. Um, I guess. And then Paris was 40. But I also just watched a video where they threw out a bunch of numbers, so that might not... If you have... No, because I was going to say, I do remember it is faster than Space Mountain, which is like 28 to 30 miles an hour. Mm. But Space Mountain has greater G-force because it gives you more Yeah, you're whipping, you're whipping around in, in a little area there. That's true. Yeah, and uh, Big Thunder Mountain only has 3.7 Gs. What's and your so limit? My limit is around 4 and I forgot. Let me look up what Space Mountain is. I forgot. But um, I just am seeing this here that Expedition Everest is only three Gs. It is a little faster. And there is an audio animatronic that is a little scary. But it's really no. cool. I'm not, af- I'm not afraid of animatronics. I mean, some of them are really unsettling. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I beg to differ. Uh, there's one specifically that you do not like because she haunts your dreams. Oh, okay. So I'm... I'm looking at um, Big Thunder Mountain. It looks like it looks like Big Thunder Mountain is actually 2.5 Gs. Oh. So pretty tame. And Space Mountain? 3.5. I was getting those two confused. Oh. What about Rock and Roller Coaster? That one said it was 4.5. 
Okay, I will say it's not comfortable to be on, but I do think you do need to ride it. When I saw that, I was thinking like that rock and roller coaster is going to be the sleeper that fucks me up, you know? <laughs> I'll take you on that before Tower of Terror. <laughs> so you have no... Yeah, those two things need to be the very last thing I do. It will ruin my day if I have to experience them before five o'clock. That is wild to me because you would think like if if you're just like waiting to be on it the whole day, you would like get stressed out up until that point. Wouldn't you want to get it over with? No, because part of it is like logistical. Like I actually don't feel good. And so that's fair. Like I'd be like, I probably will get a headache and I will feel nauseous. And yeah, I we'll have to leave right after. Yes, that's what I'm saying. We will have to be done right after. Okay, I will say they have chili cheese fries right outside Rock and Roller Coaster. Don't eat them before, eat them after. I mean, I guess, yeah. Freaking 10 ibuprofen and a cheese fry. And a Dramamine. Yeah. It seems fine. It does seem fine. You know, you know what? It seems fine. So anyways, Big Thunder Mountain, not too scary. Not too scary, and we actually really like it. I think for me, it's like a a top coaster. I love it. If you built like your imaginary park with all your favorite things, this would be in it. Definitely, yeah. definitely. I'd have to. I'd have to put it in mind too. I also think it's a very. I don't know if there are a lot of other coasters like it because it's outside but still themed. Yeah. I guess Expedition Everest is, but I think that's cool. It's cool of them. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you either get like, I agree. it's a lot of inside stuff, it's a lot of dark rides, and there just aren't a lot of coasters in general. You go to Universal if you want coasters, so. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah, I think it's great. I love to go to the, um, to the saloon restaurant after. Please tell me about that. Get the mac and cheese. Is there anything else you can get there? There is. I think you get, like, fried chicken and fries and pulled pork and, Ooh. you know, like, home-style foods. Yes. I do think we need to have a segment on here where we talk about snacks specifically. So maybe we do that. Yes. Like, the snacks around the rides we're talking about because that's really yeah. where I shine. Yeah. Have I told you that I'm upset? There's this woman... <laughs> I'm upset. <laughs> On the scale of things of to be upset about in the world right now. <laughs> I don't like the way she does her videos. No, she is great. She goes around everywhere. She even goes to some Six Flags. But she doesn't... She takes a bite into the thing she's eating. And she explains it and everything. But she doesn't ever say how... Like, what she tastes. She just is like, mmm, it's good. Or like, eh, whatever. And I'm just like... No, I want to know how it tastes. Like, is it chocolate forward? I agree. Is it crunchy? Like, tell me something. I'm just watching you eat something? Like, no. I agree. I mean, I think that's just unprofessional. I think she just doesn't know how to do her job. <gasps> Whoa. <laughs> I. She is, she kind of prides herself on um, being good at standing up for herself online. And honestly, good for her. But I, I, I don't want... I don't want to be picking a fight with her, is all I'm going to say. I'm just saying it's one thing to say you're just, like, a f- food, like, critic. But I don't think I she's think a critic, doing, though. That's what I'm saying. But if you're doing reviews, then you need to review the parts. Like, the review can't just be good. 
No, I know, but I think, like, her whole thing is, like, let's go around and see all the foods, and so she, like, shows you the food and, like, what the pieces are on it, but there is... That's not a review. (sighs) I know! You love her now. You're defending her now. No, I just... I just think maybe I need to make my own thing. Maybe I need to be out here being more critical of Disney food. (laughs) Um, I agree. I guess now is a good time to mention I will be going to Disney Springs uh, this next week. (laughs) Yes! Um, I will not go to the parks even though they're open because I think that is inhumane. Um, should I not have said that? (laughs) No, I just think it's such a funny way to put it. Inhumane. I just, it's, it's one thing being a service worker just like in the world. It's another thing being a service worker during COVID times in Disney. Where you're supposed to smile. You're supposed to be like the most hospitable people truly on the earth. And, um, they write books about it. That's their whole thing. I know. I think it's horrible. <laughs> My mom always points with three fingers because that's what a Disney cast member told her once. <laughs> or maybe the whole hand. No, she does. I was going to say it. No, she does three fingers. Three fingers? It's over looks there. absurd. Oh, maybe she does two. Because one is okay. weird. Two, the difference between two and three, the visuals, two seem feels like pointing. Three feels like explicitly like sexual or something. (laughs) I'm crying. I have to ask her now. Oh my gosh. Because I was gonna say at that point, you just use the whole hand. You just open palm. I think you're nodding in the direction you mean. Or full arm. Full arm. Yes, what a lot of native people do um, is point with their lips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you get the pursed lip in a direction. You go. Oh. <laughs> I think it's a it like some African parents do it too. There's like a bunch of people on TikTok, like maybe Nigerian parents. They're always making ah, fun cool. of their their Nigerian parents for doing something like that too. It, it is like. It just, I don't want to say it's funny because that's not what I mean. I, it's like kind of sweet when you see my family doesn't do that and I'm not really close with anyone who does it. But like occasionally at conferences, I would meet someone and I would be like, oh, where's the bathroom? And they go hmm, and point with their lips. And I'm <laughs> like, oh, I'm in a new world. Like, I love it. Is that culture? <laughs> I've never heard of that before. <laughs> uh, no. Wow. Um, so, hospital, okay, no, I was talking about going to Disney Springs. Okay, I'm going to Disney Springs. I would like to eat at Chicken Guy. I would like to eat at, um, there is a French patisserie. Um, I don't remember what it's called. But there is a strawberry and chocolate Dole Whip sort of thing that I would like to try, which I've never had a regular Dole Whip, so it'll be an experience. Um, I read bad things about the poke bowl, so I think I will not go there. <laughs> Yikes, sorry. I love poke so much. It sucks. <laughs> I'm so sad it sucks because I love Disney and I love poke and all I freaking want is a Mickey Mouse ice cream of freaking sashimi. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. 
And that's why I had it on my list, because I was like, they have poke? I love it. And you would think, like, maybe being in Florida, that would, like, help the freshness, question mark. And they're, like, probably the largest hospitality group to get food. So you think it'd be good quality, but I guess totally. not. Um, so I guess I'll probably get, like, ramen instead from the Morimoto fast casual place. And they have a yuzu slush, which I'm stoked about, so... Ooh, looks so good. I'll report back with all those snacks. And I will take videos, and I will tell you how it tastes, because I am frankly upset. Now, that's too strong. I just, I, I, I feel inspired to do my own. Maybe I'll, I'll spin it in a positive light. Nice. Okay, so I'm having one final thought here, which is um, I'm trying to figure out if there's any way that I think Disney can engage native people in like a way that would be okay this is so interesting to me please tell and i am like i just keep coming across like the thought i just keep having is like no (laughs) well unless people are like helping redesign it or like have real okay if they were to have like a short or something like that or something like done alongside sorry there's ice in my mouth (laughs) that's so that's what I was thinking too is that I think there needs to be a character because I think just trying to engage with like a culture even if it's specific even if it's right there's something that doesn't seem right of just like disney-fying and commodifying just like real people that are just trying to live yes but yeah I think if there was like a short or like if Disney bought, um, you know, Spirit Ranger, this new animated TV show that a bunch of Native people are working on, I do think it would be cool if there was, like, a Spirit Ranger show where it's, mm. like, the outfits are not, like, totally real depictions of regalia. They're, yeah. like, more, like, cartoonified, good representation, but not completely true. Like Avatar, where it's, like, inspired yes. by... Yes. So then if you're dressing up like a character, you're not, like, appropriating. You're just, like, the character. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, because I think it would be cool. Like, if Disney was like, okay, we want to try to fix something. Like, we're going to make Big Thunder Railroad the part of Pirates of the Caribbean where the women turn around and start chasing the pots. Reclaim it. (laughs) We reclaim it. All of a sudden, it's like... Yeah, these native people are gonna freaking scalp these minor guys, and we're here for it. Like, <laughs> yeah! freaking heads will roll. <laughs> uh, I mean, if it's a sacred rock, that's honestly violent of the white people. You're in God's hands now. Yeah. Um. Okay. What about having a, a real food stall, like native food stall? Oh, that a hundred percent. That'd be sick. I think like. Like, if it was, like, we'll get to Animal Kingdom, because I have a lot of mixed feelings Oh, I have about so Animal many Kingdom. mixed feelings about... Ugh, yeah. I should start but writing down shit. If there was, like... Especially if it was, like, Disney-fied native food, like, a native-approved Disneyfication of, you know, fry bread tacos, or, like, essentially, like, let's make it a fry bread stand with yeah. a bunch of carnival frontier food that people are okay presenting and also benefiting from yes like if it's native people wearing just like 
Disney striped shirts with turquoise bolo ties and cowboy hats and pointing around the town with their lips and they're handing out powdered sugar and honey fry bread and fry bread tacos. I would hope that freaking food cart would do gangbusters. Yeah. I mean, it's great food. (laughs) It's great food to begin with. And then to be made maybe a tad more palatable for like people who have never heard of it before but approved um i think that'd be sick okay i'm having more ideas okay the people where um they wear a turquoise bolo tie that is mickey mouse shaped (laughs) i will say here that um there was a tiktok trend earlier last year with people showing um it was their beaded things around their braids do those have a name Mm -hmm. I don't know. A lot of people just refer to, like, the accessories of their regalia as regalia, but I don't know if it was that or if it was more, like, something they wore day to day. No, it was a part of of their regalia from what I saw, but they were beaded Disney characters. So I, like, I thought it was, like, more precious than that, but I love that, like, people are like, this is a thing that I love and I would like to, like, bring it into... You know, my culture plus my interests, and I, I think that's cute, and I think that's you. <laughs> I think so, too. I have so many... I love crossovers, like, <laughs> things that... What a thing to call some, it. <laughs> well, I, I do think some people, and I will be open to this critique, that, like, sometimes my crossovers are leaning towards, like, heresy, <laughs> where, <laughs> where it's like... Your regalia is not meant to be Minnie Mouse. Like, it should never be <laughs> pink a- polka dot trim no, with black. No, it would be Baby Yoda. <laughs> it would be Baby Yoda. And a lot of people have accepted Baby Yoda into that aesthetic because they say he's native too. I love that. And yeah, I think that one is great. And I think, like, the whole Mandalorian, like, there's a lot of good native people depictions. Like, there's, like, that indigenous planet where... We like those people and we protect them. Yeah. And I think there's a lot to be said for, like, the Mandalorian being, like, a... What am I trying to say? Not persecuted, because they're also headhunters, but, like, they are very much seen as, like, the other. Yes, And I think a lot of people relate to that, like, there's a finite number of them and everyone in the universe feels distinctly separate from them. Mm, mm -hmm. So, yeah, we love the Mandalorian and obviously... Star Wars native crossovers, none of that is heresy. <laughs> we accept all of that. It's more like the Toontown shit that feels so, like, Disney capitalist, where you're like, you cannot freaking have Donald Duck fancy dancers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I have nothing to add because I don't know enough to, to contribute to this, but I think it is a funny thought. I think it is a funny thought, and I I hope that other people agree with me that as long as items are not, like, a part of regalia, like beaded earrings and bolo ties and stuff that's just, like, cultural aesthetic, that those aesthetics can be blended. Yeah. Inspired by... Respectfully. Respectfully inspired by a corporate IP. <laughs> who Who is uh, a monopoly that is taking over the world, but, you know... If we're here, yeah, you gotta, you have to laugh. You have to laugh. Uh, well, 
All right. Do you have any more thoughts? Any more uh, ways to plus it up? I don't. I'm just laughing in my little head about some of the native things that could be offensive. Like if it was like, if there was like a teepee that instead of having paintings of like actual horses and stuff, no. it was like goofy. No, and the, and the, they and the would horse do that though. Town, it would be the fucking Woody's horse clapping around. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh no. Oh. I I think maybe you accidentally gave someone an idea that they might use. So. Oh, yeah, I'd like to say I want to have nothing to do with that, but if it happens, I do want to see it. <laughs> also, I was thinking, I, I don't know if we've ever mentioned this, but you are native, and that is an important thing oh. to know. <laughs> so maybe we'll Thank put that you. in the show notes. <laughs> Thank you for saying that, because it doesn't always come up, and especially if we're talking about my relationship to things, like I don't think I made it clear. I mean, I guess he said at conferences, <laughs> but I knew what you're talking about because I know you. But what a lame way to for me to engage with other Native people <laughs> at conferences. I'm an only child. <laughs> I have a really small tribe in Wisconsin, grew up in Appleton. Oh, we're just doing the best we can with what we have. We are. That's that. We are. Big Thunder Mountain. A little more fucked up than we than we thought, but we still love it. We do still love it. I think that's where we landed, right? I agree. Okay, cool. Well, do you have anything else to add? I mean, no. Do you have anything else to plug? Bro, no, just the usual. It, I don't know. Where do you think I should put my um, my food tasting videos? I guess I could put them on our Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Are we going to have a TikTok? Whoa. I did not think about that. I feel like we should just have a Reels. Like, do Reels. I agree, but I do kind of wonder if we could get some TikTok engagement. Mm. Like, I follow some people who, like, I don't totally vibe with them or their comedic sensibility or any of their other socials. But they're Disney But on TikTok, people. they're not Disney people. I don't want to give any more details. Oh, okay. um, but... They have, like, over a million followers on TikTok, and it's because, like, their content is not... It's good, and it can be compressed down into one minute and is, like, interesting. Yeah. I just sometimes think it's, like, annoying and cringe, but I'm like, oh, this really suits it. If people are consistent on TikTok right now, I do feel like they can really be seen. So, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, I just think if we have, like, a niche output, we could be freaking Planet Money TikTok. <laughs> The love of your life. That is my dream. That is my dream man. That is my... Oh, uh, he looks like a piece of cardboard. <laughs> yes, but he's so tall and his pants are so small and old. <laughs> oh, then his hair hasn't been brushed in 18 years. Exactly. I don't know if we've ever talked about this before, but it is very important to me that I will be distinctly hotter than my partner. <laughs> but also you have such a specific taste in what that kind of like less hot person is. And that's what makes me laugh. It is because I, I there's so much discourse around like what makes Adam Driver hot. And one of those discourses is not only like he's nice, but it's also that like he's so unconventional that you never have to worry about how you feel you look because you're like, that man already went off the rails. 
welcome, Adam. We're also off the rails. Like an out-of-commission train. <laughs> no! Like a, cur- like a cursed train. <laughs> like a train cursed. <laughs> That's us. Wow. Jesus. Do you have anything to plug? Uh, yeah, I was going to say my usual plugs as well. Yeah, I'll, I'll hopefully hopefully be getting back into earring making soon. And so Yay. if anybody has any requests or suggestions, put them out there. My next um, project is going to be my uh, all-wheel drive 2004 Subaru. Wait. So I think that's going to be really cute. Yep. <gasps> I didn't know you were doing that. It's in the queue after my dyno painting. Wow. I love to Imagine see me it. getting in to drive my car wearing two profiles of my little car. <laughs> that seems accurate. It unfortunately does seem accurate. I love that. I love that for you. Me too. <laughs> okay, well, thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll uh, talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Today's episode was produced and edited by Rachel Baldwin, mixed by Brock Mende, song written by Rachel Baldwin, and produced by Brock Mende. Artwork made by Deanna Dirsch. <laughs>